1 Corinthians 12, 12, the Bible says, For as the body is one and hath many members, and all the members of that body, being many, are one body, so also is Christ. Um, you know, I believe there's a great deal of confusion uh, in concerning the church uh, today in, in, our, in the world that we live in. There's a lot of confusion in more than just the church. Believe me on that, but I do believe there's some confusion. And the word church comes from the word ecclesia. We already went over that, meaning a called out assembly. Uh, we have covered the difference between a church and a church building, uh, and which is uh, this building is sometimes called a church. Uh, it's almost better to me to call it a worship center and the church being the people. Uh, that's what the true church is, you know. And if there's any questions on this, again, you can, you can see me this is after this. But uh, Acts 2.41 through 47, Acts 2.41 through 47, if you want to go ahead and turn there. I'm not going to get in a hurry tonight, and I, quit, I will quit at, um, at, the, at the proper time. Last year, I was setting an alarm, and some of people liked it. I think some didn't, but that's all right. But Acts 2, okay, where I'm at here, 41 through 47, the Bible says, And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers, and fear came upon every soul, and many and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common, and sold their possession and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat and with gladness and singleness of heart praising God and having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church. And you notice that, and the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Uh, the distinctive of the first century church was its obedience to the word of God. And, and that's what ours should be. I mean, if we're obedient to the word of God, uh, you know, things are going to go right. They really are. Uh, I pray with Brother John, and we're talking about our kids and our grandkids, and when they're not in line and when they're not obedient to the word of God and there's problems, you think, well, <laughs> so you know there's going to be. I mean, it's what you need to do. But uh, their obedience was evident back there. Uh, I believe this church here has the goal of being obedient to the lovely Lord Jesus Christ and, and, and you know, and continuing to build it uh, by God's grace. And, you know, and we must examine all things, no matter what we do, no matter what we do in life, we must examine all things. Uh, by the Bible. And when we consider uh, passages such as Matthew 16, 13 through 18, and Matthew 18, 13 through 17, I think I will uh, go to Matthew 18, 13 through 17, if you don't mind. Matthew 18. Matthew 18, 13 through 17. The Bible says, this doesn't look like the right passage of Scripture to me. I asked Matthew 18, 13 through 17. All right, and it says, And if so be that if we find it, verily I say unto you, rejoice more than the, any sheep that the ninety and nine 
uh, went not astray. That is not the passage. I'm looking for a good passage, but it's just not like it's not the passage that, that I wanted to read. So anyway, we do not find uh, everything that there is to know uh, about the church, but we do understand that they were a structure in the first century church. There was definitely a structure. It's it over and over uh, repeated. Uh, there was an identifying body of believers to whom uh, one could appeal. Uh, and folks, that, that's what you have right here at, at uh, Platte Valley Baptist Church. Uh, Pastor and I was talking today about uh, the things that are so good about a local church. Uh, I mentioned last week of, of Sherry, uh, Sherry Gould, you know, saying how, how much of a, a blessing the church was to her while she was going through this. And there's many others in here, uh, and if not in here, that, that go to church here that have been blessed by this church, uh, you know, and when, uh, when they had a real need, uh, this church is there for you. It, it really is. I know it is. Now, if it's not a real need, they may not be, but if there's a real need, uh, this church is going to try to meet it uh, for you, uh, for a missionary, or for anybody else that, that they have. That's why it's so uh, powerful to have a, a local assembly of believers uh, on the same page. In Acts 1.15, we're told that on the day of Pentecost, when Peter preached the gospel, there were about 120 people on the roll at that time, but God blessed, and guess what? 3,000 more uh, were added that day. So there, there had to be uh, uh, some type of a definite membership in a church, and uh, that's why uh, I like to preach on the local church, and that's why I preach on membership. Uh, I think, you know, that uh, people, when, you, when you're a member of something, uh, I don't care if a person goes and they want to be a member of a golf club or a, I don't care, a reading club, a quilting club. It doesn't matter, but you, you feel more involved. I, I'm a member, and, you know, that's why, that's one of the importance of uh, being a member uh, of the local church, you know, so. And then, as we go on here, uh, the mandate for structure of the first century church, I studied this out a little bit, and, and we certainly have been commanded by the Lord to go out with the gospel and to give clearly the message of salvation and lead people as God leads them by his Holy Spirit to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Pastor covered that about the meeting today, and I, I've been out to the uh, Scudders, I guess, a couple times last year and this year. Uh, but, I mean, on the way back, I, as soon as we pulled away from there, I told him, I said, you know what kind of a blessing that was. I mean, that man was just almost uh, in tears and couldn't really speak when he started telling about uh, giving his life to the Lord Jesus Christ. I mean, I, I tell you what, I was there. I was just about in the same shape as he was. I can tell you what, because what a blessing to see someone like that. I know what kind of life I came out of and what God saved me out of. And uh, this, this gentleman uh, is aware of what he was of what God has done, is doing, and will do if we continue to put our faith and trust in Him. So, but um, but we all we, we and we're not to stop there. You know, you know, we gave a pastor gave him the gospel years ago. We're, that that isn't where it stops in the local church. It definitely isn't. You know, uh, we're not the only stop that stop there. But we are to seek and to save uh, that which is lost. You know. Uh, they, we are to make disciples and establish local churches. Um, my, my local church in, in, in uh, Kentucky, I, I, I want my sending church. I'm, I'm the worst church member they have because I'm never there. I'm always out on the road. But 
pastor assured me that I was one of the better members because I, I give my tithes and offerings and I wasn't there to cause him problems. So, but with, but with, all, with all sincerity, I think he has planted 37 churches or so out of that church. I mean, all over the United States of America and in foreign countries. And, and it was his, it's his goal. He's been there 30-some 30, 30 years. His goal is to plant 50 in his, you know, in his uh, lifetime of his ministry, you know. And uh, it's a soul-winning church. I'll, I'll guarantee you that it's a soul-winning church. They, they, they do have a big bus ministry. Uh, uh, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I'm uh, 100% for that, but they, they just, uh, it's a soul-winning church. When I'm down there, I go out with someone every week, and it's just it's a blessing. And I've been out almost every day with your pastor here on visits. I'm telling you what. I told him today as we were driving out there, I said, you know what, I love coming out here because I said, we, I love visiting, and uh, we, we've done hospital visits and personal visits and just all kinds of visits, and you know, that's, uh, that's part of that. Uh, if they are saved and if they are a member, you know, uh, and I know his time won't allow to visit all he needs to visit. I've been with him the last two days, and boy, his schedule's been crazy, believe me on that, and I don't think it's going to get any easier tomorrow, but I do hope him and Teresa can can go up to Meeker and enjoy that and uh, leave me dog sitting and no matter what I ever have to do here, but I'll survive, you know, amen. So, and you know what, uh, I, I, talking, I was talking to Wendy a little bit about Leonard. Leonard calls me from time to time. He always calls me Pastor Norris and I want to tell him I'm no pastor, but you can call me whatever you want to, Leonard, you know. But he's always calling me and just sort of encouraging me. He doesn't know, but he calls me, encourages me by his his thing, but I'm going to hopefully going to go by, maybe even see him tomorrow. The pastor will be gone, and I'll I can go make a personal visit over there to him and maybe encourage him because um, I told the other day, and I was telling Pastor again today, you know, about a friend that had uh, really been through some really hard times over the last few years, and I just lost contact with him. And all at once, out of the blue, he calls me and tells me what he had went through, and he said, he said, I'm just telling you right now, Gary, I was ashamed. I didn't want anybody to know what I was going through, and it was marital problems and a lot of things that were, I mean, I, I can't imagine how difficult they must have been, but I told him, I said, Paul, I said, that's when you should be contacting your local church members. That's when you should be, uh, you know, the ones that love you, I mean, the ones that pray for you. You know, people don't have a clue. I don't have a clue of how many people pray for me when I'm not here. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so, and I've prayed for this guy for ever since I went to Bible college with him. You know what I mean? But if he had called me, uh, and, you know, when people call me, uh, sometimes my daughter has called me and she'll say, Dad, call your prayer buddies and, and put this on the list. And, you know, and I do. I'll call Pastor Mundy. I'll call Pastor McGowan. I'll call all these pastors that I go visit. I'll say, I've got a special need, and, and I just want you to put this on your prayer list. And, you know, we do that. And tonight, one thing I didn't put on the prayer list, and I want you to pray for me or for my family, is I, I still have a lot of unsaved, I have a lot of unsaved family members, and I have some just, I had a couple that I talked to right before I came out of here, just just almost seemed like vehemently opposed to the gospel, just didn't want to hear nothing about it, and boy, when you get in that position, I mean, and the one guy's uh, 86 years old that I was talking to, I mean, you know, I mean, I told him, I said, you know, time ain't on your side, and he talked about, uh, you know, uh, when I was talking to him about the Lord, I, and he said, uh, I, I'm not religious. I said, neither am I. I said, I, was I had religion for uh, 42 years. I said, I have a relationship now, and I, and I have a. And so anyway, I, I, I try with my family. The family's hard. 
If anybody's ever tried with family, family can be very hard. I want you to know that. And if you don't already, you've not probably tried to witness to your family. But, you know, but we understand that that in this mandate that we are also uh, to obey Christ in baptism and uh, continue in the, in the apostles doctrine. Uh, I, I like it that I told Pastor again today about our messages, Spain's and his and mine, uh, what, what I plan to pick teach and preach i mean that's what i'm doing and there's all just dovetails in you know and with this big baptismal today uh day coming up uh i think there's i i think there's going to be over uh 30 now i really do and i've never uh the biggest one i was ever at was down in uruguay south america and we had a big baptism in in the river and it's called the rio de la plata and uh, it was just a an unbelievable day for me and that day people were Rest to go to church and it started raining and they just stood out there and watched the baptism they didn't move i mean <laughs> i said us americans would run for cover <laughs> but no it was a that's probably the the biggest baptismal uh, service that i've ever been at and i'm not kidding you come away uh from something like that and you're what you're what you're witnessing is people being obedient, remember what I talked about, the obedience to the word of God, they're being obedient to the word of God where they're following uh, the Lord in believer's baptism. So uh, I, I'm looking forward to that day, and I, I have been blessed also in the fact that I was flying out on a Friday, on a Saturday, and now I'm going to be able to stay not only for the baptismal, but for the, the conference, you know, Monday and Tuesday, and so uh, God has blessed me in, in that arena too, so, but uh you know, uh, meaning that we are to follow the clear teaching of the Word of God. That's what that's what all this, everything that I've been talking about. We're we're supposed to follow the clear teaching of the Word of God, and you can't you can't follow it unless you're reading it. You know, and and I, I you know it's amazing. I the ones I talked to even before church today, and we were sharing Acts. You know what I mean? And uh, it's amazing how. Uh, we, we do these things, and you get into them. He said, I've not read the Bible through, but he reads the Bible daily, and he sends it out to others. And, you know, I'm telling you, uh, that was a blessing, Brother Joe. It really was. So, anyway, the membership of the church. You know, and you know what? Here's what I, it really does. It bothers me. I've already covered this a little bit, but some consider membership in a local church as being unimportant. And if I can teach anything in this this time that I have here, it's going to be the, the importance uh, of the local church. It is important to be a member. You know, and you, all you got to do is look at what the Bible says. And in Acts 9, 26, Paul desired to join himself to the local assembly of disciples. You know what? I'm going to let's go ahead and turn there. We, we're no hurry. Let's turn to Acts 9, 26. I love it when I feel this liberty on a Wednesday night, no pressure and. I love Wednesday night's pastor, and thank you again for changing my day. Uh, 926, it, the Bible says, And when Saul was come to Jerusalem, he essayed to join himself to the disciples, but they were all afraid of him and believed not that he was a, a disciple. And again, Brother John and I was talking about this tonight, too, before he was preaching my message to me before I got up here, Brother John was, you know. But he was talking about reading in, in, in the... Uh, the book of, of 
Hebrews, and, and the faith chapter, I call it, you know, by faith, by faith, by faith. And then we got talking about when, when Paul came along, he said, I'm just telling you right now, <laughs> if, I, if I'd have knew what he'd been doing and he came along, he said, I'd have been afraid of him too, you know. And so it's just, uh, you know, it's just part of, uh, they were, but you know what? He wanted to join himself. When, you know, once you, uh, once you get saved, I mean, if you, if the Lord does work in your heart, you want to be around brothers and sisters in the Lord. Or I do. I mean, I'm so thankful for ev even the ministry that God has given me. But um, anyway, uh, to continue on here a little bit, in Acts 4.23, we're in Acts, we might as well go back to uh, 4.23. Acts 4.23, uh, we find in this passage that those persecuted returned to their own, their own uh, company again. It said, and being let go, they went to their own company and reported to the chief priests and elders, uh, uh, chief priests and elders had said unto them. You know, uh, th the first thing they scurried back to was, was their brothers and sisters in the Lord. And, you know, again, because there's safety there, there's accountability. What was the other things we came up with, Pastor, today talking about this? Because I said, that, I, that's a, a good part. I know it was safety and accountability for sure. And But there, there's so much in the, in the local church, you know, that, uh, pardon me? Encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. You know, anybody else got anything to add in there? I'll add it to my notes for the next time. Amen. But, it, but that's good. You know, it really is. So, But... Uh, uh, they, they were a recognized group to whom uh, they could report. That's what it amounts to. I mean, they knew they were going to go back to a recognized group. Uh, we were also talking, and I may cover this a little bit, but I, uh, anything that is a sensitive item, always leave it to the pastor to cover. Uh, you know, we were talking about when the church started, and, and uh, I, he and I are on the same page with that. I'm glad of that, but we believe like in the... In the uh, in the Gospels, it was in the embryo stage and being formed, and then in on the day of Pentecost, the, the church was, you know, in, in full-blown uh, thing. But there's so many things that relate to the church uh, on church discipline and other things in the old in the uh, Gospels that you got to believe that it, it was in its uh, infant stage, embry embryo stage, or whatever you want to call that, you know. So, but I, I believe. Uh, they knew that there was safety in that local church, and that's why they wanted to go back there. In Acts 5, 12 through 14, if you want to go there, we're right here. Acts 5, 12 through 14. The Bible says, And by the hand of the apostles were many signs and wonders wrought among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. And, uh, and of the rest durst no man join himself to them, but the people magnifying them, and believers were the more added to the Lord, multitude, both of men and women. See, there, there had to be a church membership for them to add, to, they had to have some place to add it to, is what I'm saying there. So, so whether they would, another thing, whether they would join and assemble themselves with believers, or whether they would join not, uh, it is a choice. And there may be people coming here Sunday after Sunday, Sunday after Sunday, Wednesday after Wednesday, I don't know, and, and are not yet a member. But, boy, I certainly believe with, this, with how I've studied the scriptures that that is what the Lord would have us to do. So, all right. In 1 Corinthians 9 through 12, the Bible speaks of a group with the end. Matter of fact, I do want to turn there. 1 Corinthians 5. 
I usually don't ju- jump people around that much, but I am tonight. <laughs> you have to forgive me. First Corinthians five nine through twelve. First Corinthians five nine through twelve says, "I wrote unto you in an epistle not to come to yourself with fornicators, yet not altogether with the fornicators of the world, or with the covetous, or extortioners, or with the idolaters. For then must ye needs go out of the world." But now I have written unto you, not to keep company, or in <coughs> not to keep company. If any man is that is called a brother, be for a fornicator, or covetous, or an idolater, or a railer, or a drunkard, or an extortioner, with such a one, no, not to not to eat. For what have I to do to judge them also that are without? Do not judge them that are within. So. There was, uh, there, there's two groups. There's a group without, and there was a group within, and evidently they had membership, and, and, and again, they, multi- they mul- mul- <laughs> mutually agreed upon the body of truth to which they adhere. And that's why you have covenants and everything else uh, here in the church uh, today. So I'm going to end there, and again, thank God for uh, each and every one of you. Thank God for a Wednesday night like this where we can gather together and and let our requests made be made known to God. Don't let it stop here. Uh, take those prayer lists home and continue to pray one for another. Pastor, you want me to just close? All right. Father, thank you uh, again for this opportunity here tonight. I ask you to um, be with each and every person that came out. Lord, just uh, looking over a church this small, but a list, a prayer list a mile long. I ask you to be with each and every one of them. I'd ask, Lord, that you would get us home safely to uh, our designated places. Lord, I'd ask you to be with uh, Shannon and Teresa as they travel to the mountains tomorrow and uh, give him much liberty and the Holy Spirit-filled preaching uh, tomorrow night. And, and then, dear Lord, I ask you to keep get us all back into our place on Sunday morning, Sunday school, Sunday night, and Wednesday night. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. You're dismissed.